Okay. That's the camera. That's the mic. That's the screen. Fuck. <sighs> Welcome to the Irish Rasta show. Oh, I'm sorry it's taking so fucking long. I guess I just, you know, I was trying to get everything just right. And uh, what's that quote? Um, <laughs> uh, perfection is the enemy of, or no, I don't was it? Good beats perfect every time or I don't know. What? Oh, no. Perfection is the enemy of profit or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, don't worry about things being perfect. They're never going to be perfect. So just get them good enough. And I think I got it good enough. So. Uh, we're going to just have a little look through, let me get onto this page, where's this, okay, cool, so, yeah, anyway, as I was saying, sorry I took so long to get this going, I, uh, I had been trying to get <laughs> basically everything running like I was a fucking, like an actual professional person who knew how to do this, which I am absolutely not, I have no idea what I'm doing, as I will demonstrate with some evidence from uh from my earlier years later with some of the stuff I've got to show you guys um but basically I was just trying to figure out okay one I was like what's what am I going to do <laughs> what am I going to get on camera and get on mic and do and then the other thing was like how the fuck am I going to do it cuz I I have it it always felt like I had enough stuff to do it I was like I got a phone this has got a camera on it and I got I got microphones and I got I got laptops, and it's like, it seemed like I had uh, most of the things, but I didn't quite, and I still don't, really. So, I've, uh, I got enough stuff, and I figured it out. This is not perfect, but it's, I'm gonna make it work, and we're just gonna fucking go from here. And if this works out, and this is something that we end up, that I end up, that we end up doing for a long time, because I'm not <laughs> just gonna do this, well, I, w I probably would just do this, even if five people only watched that's I would do it for the five people. So there you go. But if it turns out that no one is watching, I don't know how I would even know that. My parents would watch. So anyway, I guess I'll keep doing this. Whatever. Besides the point, if if this keeps going on uh, and it turns into something significant, uh, yeah, maybe if it, yeah, <laughs> if I do get a bigger audience, maybe if I don't get an audience, I'll just keep doing it as is. But if I if it, if this works out and people are enjoying this, then uh, I can invest in the full equipment to get everything done properly sorry there's sirens going off in the background which is really weird because i live in the countryside so it's not like <laughs> you're like new york you're like oh yeah sirens no you know sirens here often so okay they're not at my house so whatever uh god bless you whoever those sirens are going for um yeah so if, if it turns out that this is something they're going to do regularly then i can invest in all the equipment and get everything done yeah yeah blah 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 so I'm just winging this right now. I came up with like a rough format uh, because I guess the thing for me was like this should be it should be about something that I want to it should be authentic. You know, it should be stuff that I want to talk about. Um, and hopefully there are people out there who will uh, enjoy it and we can just uh, work it out. But uh, so first things first is head over to uh, the Irish Rasta show YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe. The uh, YouTube video will be out. Uh, and there'll also be a podcast coming, but the podcast, I got to wait for it to be published. It takes a little while to get, uh, onto Spotify and Apple music and all that stuff. 
So I will be for sure, I'll sure, be sure to shoot a link out once I have a link. But until by now, you can just check. Uh, well, I guess the uh, best thing to do would be go follow the Irish Rasta Show uh, at the Irish, uh, at Irish Rasta Show on Instagram. And there'll be links for the YouTube there. Because until I have enough subscribers, I can't get like a nice YouTube link. So <laughs> my YouTube link right now is youtube.com forward slash channel forward slash capital U uh, capital C uh, lowercase e. <laughs> you get rid of the picture. But once I have like, I don't know, a like hundred subscribers or maybe it's a thousand subscribers. I don't know. I get to have a customized YouTube channel. So like you can just go to youtube.com forward slash Irish Rasta show. Um, but, uh, the other thing is, uh, you can go to reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Irish Rasta, uh, or just search Reddit Irish Rasta or go to Reddit and search Irish Rasta. You're, I mean, um, you're on the internet. You somehow, if you're listening to this, you so, you know how the internet works. So don't, don't let me condescend to you. Anyway, I set up this, uh, this subreddit so that people can just uh do whatever you know you could post suggestions there you could post um questions that's i'll get to that later uh part of the the show that inspired me to do this show one of them was um was uh was a show that i used to send video questions into i always really enjoyed doing that so what i thought later we would watch one of my <laughs> watch my original video question and i could answer that and uh, if there's anyone out there who wants to be the next irish rasta <laughs> <laughs> that next big name, you know, <laughs> uh, that you could, uh, you could, uh, send me a question. Uh, you could either make a video and, um, upload it to YouTube or you could, uh, just, you know, if you just want to do a soundbite, you can just record a soundbite and send it to me on Instagram or post it to the Reddit subreddit. Um, or you can send it to my email, which is Irish Rasta Productions at gmail.com and uh yeah any of those <coughs> excuse me or you can just send it in words you could just type out an email you can post it on the instagram basically internet me if you want to get at me lots of ways to internet me and you could internet me whatever and um i guess you could say though like you could distinguish question for the show versus like question for real life because if you just wanted to ask me some advice or something just randomly not like i'm like <laughs> some sort of fucking advice guy uh then you could specify that you you do or don't want it on the show because if yeah if you don't specify that you don't want it on the show then i wouldn't just be like reading out people's emails <laughs> people just send me emails of like yo so you fucked your wife damn hmm what do you think guys hit me up in the chat no, no, so just specify if it's a question or whatever. But you can also just ask me questions, hit me up, whatever. Send me dick pics. I don't care. I'm immune. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, anyway, so rough format of the show. So I'm just going to give it to you right now. A little quick up front. So that just in case you're like one of my friends or a family member who is just like kindly listen to Jesus. Seven minutes. You probably haven't listened to the seven minutes if you're if you don't give a fuck about this. Uh, but um, you can uh, you just give a little idea of what the show's like. If it sounds like it sounds like it's not for you, then you know, peace out. I appreciate it. I certainly wouldn't want. I I know that my my personal Instagram turned into my like my my uh, into the Irish Rasta Instagram. What so there's a lot of people out there who don't 
know anything about they're like what the fuck is the irish roster like oh nice nickname bro i'm like i didn't give it to myself i don't i wouldn't do that <laughs> but um yeah so if anyone is like seeing this and they're like yeah i know liam from school or like we used to work together i'm like what the fuck is this i'm like don't worry about it you could just you can go um i appreciate the time i hope you're well i wish well to all of you but yeah it's this is uh this is a this is a spin-off of a of a of a podcast that I used to listen to a long time ago called the and a long time ago when I say that like <laughs> it was years ago <laughs> that I started listening to a long time ago and it ended recently. Uh it's called the Dirtbag Dan show and um I uh I sent them a video question when they first started doing it they asked people if they wanted to send in questions to the show. So I sent them in a video question and um I ha- I used to have dreads like damn they're pretty long they were like past my shoulders and uh i was like hey well we'll, i was gonna watch it anyway we're gonna watch it later so you'll see it but they were like damn that's the irish rasta they was like look at that he's not your not your typical irish lad (laughs) and uh and then from then on i just i kept sending questions to them and um yeah uh i think i sent by the end i think i sent like something like 75 questions or something and the show went on for uh, I don't know, six or seven years, I think. Uh, yeah, so it was a uh, it was a big part of my life because it was uh every every week, and uh, for various reasons, it like it it it, it ha- I started sending questions just before I went traveling to South America. So I sent this question from our from Ireland, and then I sent one from England, and then I sent one from like I don't know, it was like it went like <laughs> uh, Switzerland uh brazil uruguay argentina chile peru bolivia brazil and then i and then it just happened that i was i i I went to i think i went to barcelona and then japan (laughs) and then back to bristol and they're like what the fuck is this dude doing and it was just a coincidence i mean i had done quite a lot of traveling in my life that's always been something that's been quite important to me but um it just it, like that that was certainly not what my life looks like all the time there was just this like really intense uh 6 months where i just did a, like a load of traveling and uh and he was like it was the first time i went traveling after i had uh left school and started working and and um yeah so it just it just it, it, it appeared like my life was larger than life it was like what the fuck is up with this dude he's like he's like all over the world and doing all this weird shit so i would obviously i'd send them questions i wouldn't just be like hey i'm eating doritos on the couch in buenos aires trust me it's buenos aires no i'd be like fucking walking around like we we're like at um uh christ uh, christ the redeemer and like a gausu falls and and like fucking like japanese temples and shit because you go out somewhere cool and you would send them a video question and uh yeah it just turned into this fun little thing and then the show ended and uh you know i just it's uh there's a section of my life during the week where i would it was almost like uh you know it was like some it was like some friends left your life you know and it's weird because i guess even I'm even as I say these things, I'm like, I oh God, that sounds fucking weird. But then I'm like, it's this whole new era of existence where it's like you you can lose your internet friends, like where you could have this friend online, like you could have you could have someone that you interact with on Reddit, 
and then one day they could like delete their account and you would know have no idea why but that and that would be kind of sad and it's like even saying that <laughs> i'm like shut up you fucking loser <laughs> but it's i think there's something to it that that like yeah it's a new world and these are di- these are new connections that we're forming uh and i don't know that anyone exactly knows how this is supposed to work or what the rules are exactly like not like anyone knows what the life real life rules are so uh yeah i just wanted to do something to keep that spirit alive where i just uh you know i could uh connect with some people around the world and uh talk some shit learn some shit rap maybe a little bit and uh yeah and mainly connect all about connections we're fucking social creatures all about connections at doritos okay so first things first i'm gonna go through some news then uh some uh, i'm gonna go through some uh you know classic i'm the sort of person that like someone comes to me and they're like i got some good news. i don't know if this is anyone that's not like this but if someone comes to you and says i got some good news and i got some bad news like does anyone take the good news first like never that'd be crazy to me i'm like give me the bad news give me all the bad news give me Tell me every negative thing you could possibly think of and then leave me with the little cherry because I need we need we want something to look forward to. And like also we want to deal with all the, the the negative shit just in case it's a fucking it's a problem, you know. So uh, I think it's good to be informed um, and it's good to like be aware of all the issues. So I think I'll you could check out some news and see what's going on in the world. Check out this coronavirus and um then i think and then i'm gonna go through some good news because there's so much fucking excellent shit going on in the world that you know, the new i don't think i maybe one in a hundred news headlines is positive when actually i don't know i i, I suspect that at least, at least half of the news headlines are positive i suspect it's like a, it's like a thing or not headlines but like i suspect that the world is filled with pretty much approximately 50 percent good and bad stuff i think it kind of i think that's probably just like a totality of nature that like it would just have to be that way because if too many things became good like they would just become bad i'm not i'm not gonna be able to explain this well but there's something about that like that good things are only good because of bad things so it's like you can't you probably can't have a, a more much more of one of than the other without it just not working i don't know this is obviously some woo woo nonsense um but yeah no, some serious philosophical nonsense but it, there's some truth in it like all that's all philosophy <laughs> you still got to get up in the morning and fucking make some toast uh anyway so we're going to go through some good news uh, sorry going to go through some bad news and we're going to go through some good news and then I want to go through some uh, some things that are free, uh, which is like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I one of my favorite things in life is uh, things that don't cost a lot of money. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like super cheap, and it it is essentially. It's how I was raised by my mother. <clears throat> I like to say uh, this is probably I don't know. I, I'm not sure now that I'm posting things. I'm like, how offensive am I allowed to be? Oh well, like. Look, these are all just jokes. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just not going to say it just in case. Um, so, yeah, I was raised to be quite uh, frugal. But, like, yeah, like, spend money on important things. But 
don't just be like spending like spending money for the sake of it is not a good thing and then in itself like sp- saving money is a good thing but not at the cost of enjoyment or quality or whatever so uh but i love it when you find something that's like really great and it's free it's like the fucking best thing ever because i don't know it's just it come on isn't that isn't that kind of that's like all there is to life really is just like you know stuff and that's not just like oh there's just material things no there's like all sorts of things but like emotional stuff and um well yeah it's probably about it <laughs> there's the real stuff and then there's the stuff in your head <laughs> but you know whatever it is like a relationship or a new car or uh, a college degree like all of these things they are they are stuff in one way or another and they require resources and um i mean i think in one way or another the goal of life is to get as much stuff or no oh geez i don't know it's not get as much stuff but like get a get the highest quality of stuff i don't know the best average of stuff this is no i don't know but i don't know you want your life to be full of good things (laughs) I don't think that's a I don't think that's a ridiculous statement. So if you want your life to be full of good things, but and and then assuming that you're trading something good for those resources, if you could, the more of that that thing that you're trading that you could retain while still getting the same amount of this thing that you're trying to get is a good thing. I'm really over explaining the concept of why f- free good stuff is good. I think most people are on board with me about with the idea that free good things are good so i don't think i have to i'm just gonna let it lie there and then assume if you if you disagree if you think that that free good things are bad you let me know in the comments (laughs) anyway so i'm gonna go so i'm gonna go through each episode for as long as i can keep it up i'm gonna try and find uh good free things (laughs) that i that i've enjoyed in my life and then uh after that, I'm gonna go. I, like I said, I was gonna. We're gonna watch um, my very first question that I sent into the Dirtbag Dan show, and uh, I'm gonna answer it, and it'll just look back on it. I think it was posted in 2014, so six years ago. Maybe a little. Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah, okay, yeah. So six. Yeah. Hmm. Is it? Is that the date? Is that the right date? Yeah, October. 2014 yeah that's right so i went traveling and then in the beginning of 2015 that's it yeah yeah cool um so yeah and then after that after i answer that question uh i like i said i'm i'm hoping to take questions from other people other thought-provoking uh tidbits of knowledge and uh inquisitorish inquisitiveness i don't know uh I uh I just today I found a random question generator. <laughs> so, so that'll that'll sub in uh for y- my audience until I find an audience uh or my audience finds me. And um then after that I'm uh rap a little bit cuz I love fucking freestyling about stupid shit. I got a word generator and uh yeah, I'm just going to fuck around because the whole point of this is to have some fun. And um, we'll see how it goes. And whatever. No one's listening anyway. <laughs> That's the spirit. 
Ah, all right, so let's check out the news. What's going on in the world today? Corona US deaths. Total reach is 14. Why did I sing that? I didn't need to sing that. My, oh, geez. Okay, so Corona US death tolls reach 14. Da, da, da. I don't know. The coronavirus is a weird one because it's like everyone is like, people are in two camps. Like they're either really concerned or they're like, this is ridiculous how concerned everyone is. And I think um, both have very good points. I think that's actually uh, true mostly in life is that there's actually like every statement has got some degree of truth in it. Like even even let's like take the most the least true statement you can imagine, like something that's completely made up by, say, someone who actually is delusional, who has like, say, some sort of like maybe schizophrenia or something. You could say, like, they would be like, oh, there's a pink elephant on the roof or whatever. Just something that's just so totally not true. You're like, yeah, but even at their, the truth of that statement is it's true to them. Or even if it's a lie, it's, like, truly a lie. <laughs> and I know that's, like, <laughs> it's very, uh, uh, a very, a minor, <laughs> a minor degree of truth. Yes, but... The idea is like, because often, so often when I see people debating about stuff and people are going back and forth, they're like, no, it's not your way. It's my way. He goes, no, it's not your way. It's actually my way. I'm like, you know, you both have good points. It's it's actually, it's a little bit of his way and a little bit of his way. And and sometimes it's more his way and then other times. It's, and But that's, that's too complicated really to... That's not too complicated, but it's just, like, I see why people go for the, like, you're wrong. Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm right. But I think that that's the true nature of things is that, like, truth lies somewhere in between the perceived truths, if if that makes sense. Because it's, like, because everybody's own experiences or limitations uh, flavor their versions of truth. So the thing about the coronavirus is that, like, yeah, it's not a big deal in terms of diseases. There are diseases that, like, the flu kills as well. We don't know how many. That's I think that's the really scary thing about it is that we don't know how many people the coronavirus might kill. Because if it if it turns out to be as bad as the flu, like, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, that, I think that would actually be a lot worse than anyone would expect this to be. I think the death toll is is in the low 3000s so it's like 3300 or something like that right now and the flu kills like uh between a quarter and a half a million people worldwide every year. So can you imagine if coronavirus went on to kill a quarter million people in the world? Like I I I am putting I took a I from from the little information that I've gathered from people that's out there and we don't have enough information to make any calls right now. I suspect or estimate or whatever guess that a hundred thousand people will die from this because I suspect that the measures that we take will do a lot to to dampen down the worst of it. Um, and I also expect less people to die of the flu this year because of these extreme results that were uh, extreme measures that a lot of places are taking. But uh, it seems like it's a little more deadly than the flu, maybe a good bit more deadly, but we don't really know. And it, and it does seem like it's quite a bit more deadly, but you'd almost be 
certain that cases are being underreported right now because there are not enough tests. Like that's one of the big things in America is that they don't have fuck tests anywhere in America. I think the whole country, the whole the whole continent of the United States, they've only done ten thousand tests or something like that, or maybe it's less. But in in whatever in Korea or I mean in 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 yeah in in South Korea and in Japan, they've done tens many tens of thousands of tests i don't know if i'm getting the wrong numbers wrong but basically america's done very very little tests and compared to the rest of the world so they don't really know what the numbers are so that's the thing is like when they say oh the death percentage is is whatever two percent or whatever they have they can't really confirm that because there's so many cases that go unreported where it's just people get a little bit of a cough and a cold and they just fucking you know, they just do like every year. They just fucking have a lem sip and then, you know, smoke a cigarette, <laughs> go back to work and everything is fine. No one says anything. But then it's like it's only these people who go in and get tested. And then it's like you have to be the the, the people who are getting tested or being checked into hospitals. Obviously, that like that, the, that group pre-selects for the more serious cases because obviously you've got to a hospital. So it's a little bit concerning because it's new. And we have no way of combating it right now. Uh, and and it does seem to be quite infectious. Like, that's the thing is that it seems to um, travel quite well between groups. Because it's already, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, the world is so different as well. Because I was like, it's not even fair to compare this to SARS. Because SARS, what was 2003... Jesus Christ, it's shocking we've gone this long without another out. Well, we've had swine flu and stuff, but yeah, so nothing seems to have taken off like this. But I guess that um, maybe swine flu didn't have the infectious, the, the, didn't have the same rate of infection. And then uh, SARS didn't have the benefit of such an interconnected world. Like we've really... I mean, just from my own personal experience is that, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, people weren't just, like, <laughs> flying all over Europe just whenever because it was, like, 15 euro to go to Copenhagen or some shit. Like, that's that's a, that's definitely a new thing now. So, it's, like, the the barriers to travel is so low. The, uh, the global uh, economy is so much more interconnected now. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not sure, but I suspect that's why Italy got hit so hard so quick. Because if I'm not wrong, Italy does an awful lot of manufacturing, so there's gonna be a a lot of people coming in and out. Excuse me. That's why you got uh, China is such a China is like it's like the like the I guess it. No, I don't. I don't want to say it's the worst case scenario. But it's like the last place that you would want a disease to pop up, really, because it's in this weird realm of. I guess the one thing that's it's got going there's probably there are probably places that are worse than that somewhere because China probably has quite a robust medical system because it's just that China's in this weird spot of being like quite. Quite a modern country, but at the same time, they have these like, what are they? What are they called? Wet markets where you have like. 
fucking like he got a beaver on top of a pangolin on top of a fucking civet cat on top of a fox and they're all shitting and pisses on top of each other and like infecting each other with their diseases and then fucking humans are like yeah give me a pangolin (laughs) give me a fucking civet cat and they're like all right chop the heads off and the blood splatters and the fucking feces and the fucking piss you're like jesus christ wasn't there enough biological hazard words there for people to be like <laughs> deeply concerned? So, uh, yeah. So, but so, but at the same time, not only is this a country where you've got wet markets, but it's also like right across the wor- a road from the wet market, you've got like a an advanced biological warfare uh, research facility. Which, by the way, conspiracy theories, as far as I'm aware, there's nothing to do with that. It didn't come out of the warehouse because you can trace these viruses back as they mutate and they found I don't know if they found them, but they they had there are in, there are genetic indicators that the disease that the virus came from animals. And uh, listen, who am I? Am I a guy with a microscope looking at diseases? No, not at all. I just listen to the, the smart people out there. So they've been wrong before. Um I just I my theory is that like Trust the scientists unless it's, like, really, really, really important to your own life. Like, to me, it's not actually that important whether it came out of a biological warfare. And 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 I, and I don't see why anyone would really want to hide that, like, other than China. So, like, a lot of non-Chinese scientists are saying this, so I don't see why they would want to hide it. So, anyway. Um, but, anyway, China, this, this place that's got these wet markets, but at the same time, it's got... Uh, you know, fucking microprocessor factories and, um, you know, uh, huge shipping uh, exports and, and giant factories that work for international companies. And this is why the economy is so messed up or, like, perceived to be messed up and no, no one really knows because China is so interconnected with the world and it's, like, uh, it's, like, on one end, certain parts of China are, are completely developed and then other parts of China are developing nations or are like a part of a developing nation. So it's a, it's a weird place. And then obviously you've got this crazy, uh, huge population as well as it all started during what is the largest human migration every year, which is the Chinese New Year, where... It's crazy. I remember watching some Vice piece about it where it's like, I don't uh, like, I'm, I could be getting this wrong, but like people who are like in their 30s and 40s, say, who, who are from the countryside, they'll like leave their kids with their parents and move to the city and work for like Huawei or, or fucking whatever, Tencent or some big company doing some high value job in the city. And then they work there all year round and then they just get to come home for Chinese New Year, which is like two weeks. So they all of a sudden at Chinese New Year, which is like January or something, just like fucking 700 million people just go on the move. So everybody's just getting on trains and just like, it's like the Mad Hatter, change places. But instead of people going across the table, it's like from Beijing to Sichuan. <laughs> so, but that's a crazy way to live your life, eh? You like have kids and and like leave them with your grandparents for fifty weeks of the year. 
oh god i mean yeah i guess for a better life um yeah well each to their own you know who am i to judge um seems seems like a lot but yeah so the coronavirus is definitely something i think that we should be concerned about and i don't think anybody should be when it's like oh well this seems like china has no new cases and like i wouldn't I wouldn't like trust be trusting China as like the good number people. They're uh let's just say they had a history of fudging facts. But uh yeah, I just think that uh this is like the coronavirus is is two things at its core is like it just one is that it reminds us all of our of our mortality. Like I don't think young people don't need to be worried about this shit. Like we should all just be concerned about like our parents. I'm just, I'm only concerned about my parents and other, other elderly people. Um, I'm not really concerned about young people. It's like, even with the over inflated estimates now that we have, it seems like it kills like one in one in 10,000 young people or one in a thousand. I'm still pretty fucking high. (laughs) That's like way higher than your chances of being murdered in any given year. Like depending on which country you live in, obviously. No, actually, even that because like even being murdered, I think usually like a high murder rate is like a hundred. Oh no, a hundred and a hundred thousand would be one in a thousand. Well, there you go. So like, let's see what the murder rate. Like, what's the highest murder rate in the world right now? stop that that's annoying okay um highest murder rate in the world uh tijuana but yeah they let me know what the rate is don't just tell me google so oh jesus yeah well see there you go that's homicides by the pure number or yeah no i want by the number yeah so tijuana and like mexico is in such a crazy situation because it's like it's like it's like in a war zone basically so mexico is almost not well, what am I going to discount this? Like, this, this is, why am I like, oh, that those murders don't count because, <laughs> like, no, of course. Okay. So, anyway, look at that. So, homicides per 100,000 is 138 in Tijuana. So, that is slightly, let's say, so, Caracas in Venezuela is number three. Acapulco in Mexico is number two. So Caracas has got 100, and Acapulco has got 111 murders per 100,000 per year. So let's just say for Caracas, that's 100 per 100,000. So that means that one in 1,000 people are murdered every year. Fuck. See, that's so high. Can you imagine? Like, because that's someone, like, easily most people know 1,000 people in a country, at least by, like, association. You don't maybe know them directly, but, like, so, you know, you have a friend of a friend. You probably know a thousand people quickly, pretty quickly out. Like, if everybody knows 150 people. So, oh, geez, yeah. If, if you know 150 people and then those 150 people each know 150 people, what's 150 times 150? Okay, so that's, let me potentially embarrass myself on the internet by doing it in my head. <laughs> so that's, well, 150. Why don't I just multiply it out? Why am I going to waste everybody's time <laughs> doing head math? Uh, this is not the place and you did not type that right okay so 22,000 yeah there you go 22,000 oh no 
Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if it's one in a thousand are getting killed, and if you know 150 people, which is Dunbar's number, which is like the mental limit that they say we can't, you can't really like keep track of more than 150 people. And in fairness, in the modern world, 150 people, like you, you, the 150 people I know don't all live in one country, but whatever. Let's just put that to the side. If you know 150 people and those 150 people all know 150 people, that's 22 and a half thousand people so if your murder rate was one in a thousand you would have you would know 22 or 23 people that would get murdered every year which is crazy so in mexico that's way higher in mexico it's a it's 111 so it's 10 percent higher so it would be uh well yeah it would be a, uh uh one so wait if it's one in a thousand then 10 percent of higher would that would be one in 900 i don't know something like that uh, yeah, something like that. So then 38, which is 38% higher, would be 138. So that would be like one in, I don't know if I'm totally butchering this math, one in like 600 or something. I don't know. I'm going to shut up. But that, to get back to my original point, so if you are in Caracas and you knew like one in a thousand people are getting murdered every year, like that's the same death rate of the coronavirus for young people? Point zero, yeah, because one percent is one in a hundred. Point one percent is one. Oh uh, no, no, one in a thousand. So okay, no, all right. So you're if you're a young person, your chances of dying from coronavirus are about ten times less likely than the murder rate in Venezuela. Not that that should make you feel good or bad. I don't know how that should make you feel, especially if you're from Venezuela. God bless you, and I hope everything uh, works out. That shit is fucking crazy. Um, there's a lesson you communists socialism never works sorry didn't mean to make it political um yeah so coronavirus for the love of god like the main thing is i was saying my two points one is that this is just like outlining to everybody our existential uh the the nature of life that we are fragile beings <laughs> and invisible monsters from hell can kill us at any second and we can't do much about it. And, like, thank God for fucking scientists, dude. Because, like, what the fuck do I know about virology? And, like, these guys just these guys just let me know, too. Like, if, if the world... I always say this. I'm like, fuck. I'm so glad that, like, <laughs> I, uh, I was never in charge of anything important. <laughs> because... I, don't, I, I want nothing to do with putting together the world because I there's so much shit in the world that just like blows my mind in terms of like whoa wait what that's protecting me I didn't even know that it existed and y'all y'all have been doing y'all have been doing that for me wow <laughs> like fuck being the president how could the president possibly know about all this fucking shit and then have like a hand in it it's so crazy like I fucking love humanity that like we we collectively like just by little people all doing their little thing like people trying to advance fucking uh renewable resources or people trying to clean the ocean or people um studying uh, diseases and making cures it's like thank god for humans and their fucking varied talents because if it was all me fuck dude i mean we can't all have a podcast <laughs> so crazy it takes a village to build an iphone that's for fucking sure but yeah so the main thing is it's just like uh this is just really a, a, 
uh, just an overall an existential reminder, an existential threat that we are fragile creatures. But also, the coronavirus is detailing that like, see, I just fucking just before this, I just touched my eye. I shouldn't have done that. I can feel this. I'm like, oh no! Like everybody should just go on high alert protocol. Everyone should. You're, you should constantly think of your hands like you just went to the bathroom. You just did a shit, but you did not. There was no soap. So all you got was the water wash. So now you got to be walking around like, damn, nigga. Like, at all times, you should be trying to find some soap. That's your that's your modus operandi. And unless you literally just, unless the last thing you touched was soap, you should be going, damn, nigga, I need some more soap. Like, if I could just... I just need a little more soap. Always. You know that feeling? Like when you come out the bathroom and you like you don't want to tell anyone that there was no soap in there, but you gotta find some soap because it's like it's just that weird feeling. I'm not a germaphobe, but that's good practice. Like that's a that's not a weird thing. Someone in the comments would be like, I don't fucking use toilet soap. <laughs> and it's people like you that cause the coronavirus, you motherfucking dirty motherfuckers. Oh, anyway. Moving on from the coronavirus. Everybody wash your motherfucking hands. Uh Migrants say the Greek forces stripped them down and sent them back to Turkey in their underwear. Oh, my God. This is the kind of shit that my dad reads me in the morning. Like, he'll sit, he'll just, like, out of nowhere, I'll be cooking my breakfast, <laughs> making my, trying to make my eggs without breaking the yolk. Because it's like, am I, please, let me know in the comments. Is it even worth, like, if you go to make a fried egg with the with the soft yolk and you break the yolk? Fuck, man, I just want to throw it out. But I'm like, I can't, I can't throw it out. It's perfectly good food. But fuck, when you when you want the yolk and you fuck the yolk up and you're just watching it leak out and you're like, God damn it, man. You knew better. Fuck. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry. So I'm making my eggs in the morning, <laughs> trying to not lose my shit because obviously I'm a neurotic psychopath. <laughs> And my dad would just be reading me out these, he'd be like, hey, did you hear this guy was taking his shit on the airplane and the airplane, the toilet fucked up and it sucked his insides out of his butthole. And I'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ, dad, what the fuck? You think, first of all, I'm like, this is barely news. I'm like, <laughs> and it's so, so dramatic. <laughs> I don't need to hear this awful shit. And then, uh, so he's like, he said that to me this morning. He was like, migrants, hey, this migrants got Greek, the Greek police stripped them down and sent them back to Turkey in their underwear. I'm like, why did they do that? <laughs> and honestly, I don't even want to know why they did that. Because it's like, I don't need my life. This is what I was saying about headlines. I was like, how often do you read a headline where they're like, some, hey, <laughs> headlines read, some good shit happened today. You're like, it does happen, but it's just like pretty fucking rare. And I don't know. I reckon every time there's a good news headline, a reporter must get fired. Like, that must be how it happens. Because otherwise, like, how the fuck do they ever get a good headline? Because it's just like, obviously, they have such a, uh, a, a, like, a way of operating that they, that they do all this, like, I mean, if it bleeds, it leads. Like, I get it. I understand. And I have this principle called, I have this, this, this loose philosophy that my mom loves to fucking repeat called the, the snake and the snake puppy principle, which is like, if you're in a room and there's a snake and a puppy, it's like, yeah, puppies are cute and it's nice, but like, dude, that fucking snake might fucking get you. So like, first things first, you got to fucking focus on the snake. You got to make sure that this motherfucking snake is not going to kill you. I'm not, I'm not getting into this animal rights thing. This is not a, I'm not killing the snake. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if there was a snake in a room, you'd want to be like focusing on the snake, right? 
So whatever you do with the snake, that's your business. But I'm just saying, I'd be like, damn, look at that snake and shit. And <laughs> even though the puppy might be cute. Like, maybe you pick the puppy up and you give the puppy a little pet while you fucking... Yeah, you and the puppy fuck off from the snake. But you st- but you know, you see what I'm saying is that, like, bad things should be addressed because they could be really dangerous. Whereas good things can be ignored because they're usually not pressing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not usually concerning that a good thing happens. I guess what's good is that you don't want to miss out on opportunities. So sometimes something good is happening and you don't want to be like, that's it. You know, I... For such a long time, I was under this notion that, like, the world was going to shit and, like, everything was fucked up. And and, and that, in its sense, in, in turn, like, not necessarily, but definitely could have led to me missing out on a lot of things because I wasn't uh, open to all of the opportunities out there and, like, realizing what awesome shit that could be done and what great work is being done to make the world a better place. That's the thing. Like, let's just say the world is like a garbage awful place it's like what are you gonna do you kill yourself right or are you gonna like just do a little bit to make the world a better place and you're like ah yeah okay you know what that sounds better so um it's definitely it comes down to a perspective thing so i don't think that focusing like i get why we look at the negative stuff but like there's 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 a degree so i have like a filter for negative news where i'm like i want to hear about all the relevant shit even if it's horrific, that's why. Like, I will. St- I study genocides. I study like uh, crazy uh, things that. You, like, let me get my. What what's this book that I'm reading at the moment? Um, what the fuck? This is like the perfect example. This is, let's see, what is this called? This book is called uh, Humanity by Jonathan Glover, A Moral History of the 20th Century, which is like, Jesus. When you stack the 20th century versus the 21st century, fucking hell, that was a rough one, boys and girls. We had a, we made a fucking shit of it. I mean, I'll be honest, I only showed up at the end. So maybe if I got in the game earlier, I could have done something about it. <laughs> ah, no. If I got in the game early, any earlier, I would have been fucking fighting for my civil rights. Uh, this, is a, this is a crazy, crazy book. Um, but just like detailing all of the fucking catastrophes. Like, let me read you, like, where's the chapter list? I've only just got into this, so, but I, um, my brother got it for me. Uh, where is these fucking, where is this? There's just like a list of them. There's like a section in the book where you're like, oh, geez. Oh, no, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not that, but it's like, yeah. So Stalinism, Mao's Utopian Project, the core of Nazism. Uh, what else was we got on here? Rwanda, uh, Hiroshima. Uh, I don't know, all sorts of just horrific incidents but anyway to say that like i will study this stuff because i think it is relevant and important and it's it's you know those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it um so it's super important to understand these things and like never forget why the holocaust happened and like never forget that you become a nazi slowly one step at a time so don't start taking the steps or if you do 
be very conscious of what you're doing so that you don't actually become a Nazi, but you're just doing the Nazi stuff so that the Nazis don't shoot you, but it, but you're actually still like saving Jews or or like helping the resistance or whatever, you know? But don't actually become a Nazi. Like don't actually think in your head that it's okay to do all this horrific shit because it's fucking not. So that's why I study bad shit. But as far as like hearing about this dude who got his butthole sucked out of him from a, on a fucking plane, I'm like, dude, that's just fucking, that's just news. That's just like tragedy porn. I don't need to hear that shit. That's awful. <laughs> I don't know if that actually happened <laughs> before you fucking freak out next time you're on a fucking airplane. But I, I think that's the kind of thing. It's that kind of dramatic ass story that my dad will read me. But yeah, this shit with the Greeks, I mean, like the migrants, because the, the subheadline for that is that your the EU pours millions into Greece to act as a border shield against es, uh, escalating migrant crisis. We have a like we have a real issue in Europe, where I I don't it's it's a bit of a catch twenty two because it's like we kind of we 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 definitely in Europe there's definitely uh, a lot of positive migrant sentiment sentiment. I would say much, much more so than negative sentiment, especially before all, all the migrant crisis. But even even people who are like myself, totally in favor of like helping people to get a better life, are like kind of just that arms are like, what what are we gonna do with all these people though? It's like there's the actual the logistical problem of it because there's the humanity issue where you're like, we should want to be good humans. I'm like, yes, absolutely, no question. And then I'm like, but where's everyone going to sleep? <laughs> and the, honestly, it's not even a fucking issue, really. It's just that, like, like it's not like, oh, there's not enough space in Europe. I'm like, there fucking is. It's just a question of, like, whether you can really just, you can't just, like, like bring it. You have, like, all right, everyone's going to have two migrants come sleep in their house. Like, <laughs> in a lot of ways, that would be absolutely fine. Uh, and in a lot of ways, that would be uh, not very good, probably. A lot of people wouldn't want that. Um, even, even like, listen, I have no problem with immigrants, but I don't want to, I don't want most of my friends staying at my house. Put it that way. So it's like, and maybe that says a lot about our society that we, uh, that we want too much stuff. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, probably. I like my stuff. <laughs> if it comes down to it, I am willing to share, but I do like my personal space. And there's a lot of Earth. There's a lot of the planet. You know what? If it comes down to it and they're like, ah, you got to share a room if you live in Europe. Ah, I'll move to the desert. Or fuck it. Uh, maybe maybe Mars is good enough. If it turns out there's too many people here and we got to all fucking share a room. <laughs> I'll just go to Mars. I'm going to go to Mars and die with Elon. <clears throat> um, so my theory with the immigrant migrant crisis is is that um we should have a a, a global asylum uh register and people people should be able to uh like because obviously part of this seeking asylum is that you're you're at risk in your own country right so you can't just like stay in your own country and wait for for someone else to say yeah come on over so i get the escape part um but but we need we 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 need to find a way to to deal with this properly, and we can't just have um, the migrants all go to the countries where they can get to. 
because that's just not going to balance the problem out. Like, for instance, like no migrant <laughs> is probably ever going to get to Greenland or to Iceland. But like there's fucking there's some room for some people in Iceland uh, or like a migrant is probably never going to get to like New Zealand. Uh, they get them. They get they fucking do their darndest to get to Australia. But those motherfuckers send them to Naha Naharaharu or Naharu. Whatever the fuck it is, the cursed racist island. It's not racist. I get it. Whatever. It's just an island. It's like, I don't know enough about it to comment on it. But like, yeah, it. We're like, we're, we're, Europe's not much better, to be perfectly frank. Um, I know in Ireland, like Ireland does. Everyone's doing their best. Um, but personally, I think the way that we handle these uh, this migrant crisis is, uh, it's not not as good as we could. <laughs> let's put it that way and i think that what we did at the beginning was we like we were like yes everybody come in and we let way too many people in way too fast uh not that i'm like oh that's too many people but it's just like relative to the logistics so so many people came in and we just weren't able to deal with that and then that caused a negative backlash which caused then people to have this negative reaction to it where we start going oh shit you know what hey greece here's a couple milli bro um why don't you just like push them back into turkey which is just crazy we're like okay so just saying hey angela merkel yes everybody come in come come like that's crazy you can't just let in like a million people without a proper plan for what everyone's gonna do and how everyone is gonna get like properly integrated into society because don't forget that is the only thing that keeps us all together is a fucking well-integrated society uh so in one way or another and it doesn't mean that everyone has to do the same shit but it's like we definitely need to be able to fucking like communicate and fucking like and 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 share ideas and understand each other and, and discuss problems um so that reaction like just going let everyone in that's way over the top and then on the other side just going oh my god uh we let way too many people in no one can come in anymore <laughs> like fucking push them out push them out that's crazy as well so it's like we should have had a fucking slow approach and what my theory i'm just floating this in case anybody from the un is watching i know i got i got followers in I was like, where is the UN? The UN isn't, I think it's actually in New York. Oh, it's not nearly as exciting. You'd think the UN would be like on some sort of like tropical island. In the, I don't know why I did that. Or on top of a mountain. <laughs> the UN meets in space, on the International Space Station. Um, yeah, so my my proposition for it would be that there would be a global migrant register, or sorry, a, gro a global refugee register where people like all the different countries that receive migrants um they would receive un funding for uh refugee centers that can hold these people while they're being while this register is being processed and then um those people can be allocated places in countries according to the population and i'm almost certain that something like this is already going on someone is listening to this pulling their hair out like you fucking idiot this is our plan <laughs> i'm like oh i'm sorry but then how come i'm reading these headlines about migrants being fucking pushed back over the border into turkey so that's all i'm saying is that maybe it is being done maybe it's struggled for some reason but it seems like to me that like this is a global issue 
we live in we live in a global community now like there are still borders and like fuck dude it's crazy of course you want you want borders like trust me you want borders that's like saying let's all like no borders is like saying let's have invisible walls and doors with no locks like trust me like privacy this is like elon musk he's like privacy doesn't matter um i think actually nobody cares what porn you're watching and and it's like no no, uh not no, no one like in the greater sense like if you just post on the homepage of reddit i watch foot porn no one cares but if you tell your boss or your wife like they might care or like no one cares like what you do in your spare time yeah like maybe your fucking health provider does like maybe they charge you a premium like there's lots of reasons to have privacy not just because like oh there's lots of people on the internet we're all freaks <laughs> you're like yeah but like we don't all know the various ways that the people who are close to us are freaks so let's just fucking not push it all right and at the same time with these borders like we need we want borders between countries because like for a lot of reasons and it's not just like nationalism but it's just because like it's hard to it's hard to organize people right like you, countries countries you can't just like make a country and then pour people into it and then just be like yeah fuck around do whatever you want guys like like it's a fucking like it's a beach party it's like there needs to be organized government you need to have taxes you need to have uh, at least like probably some kind of defense and then you need to have spending and budgets and like all of this you need to come together and communicate but it's like how are you going to do that if you have com- if you are like coming at it from completely different spectrums where you're like <laughs> some people are like huh women driving cars <laughs> no sir we can't be doing that what are you fucking what are you smoking crack you're like you're crazy what do you mean we can't smoke crack and drive cars you're like it's just we have to have some basis like that you definitely want cohesion in the nation and then so it's like I I do think that nations should do their best to I don't know there's a balance between nations achieving cohesion and then also like people assimilating into the nation like I don't I mean I think if you're I don't know how to say it. it's like I think you should like every country that I've gone and lived in I've been very grateful that I get to live there cuz it's like dude I didn't fucking build australia i'm like i don't know how this shit got here i just flew a fucking plane that runway was there way before i got there so i'm just like thank you guys i appreciate that someone did that for me uh inadvertently they didn't do it for me i'm not that kind of i'm not that egotistical (laughs) i'm like wow they built melbourne for me (laughs) no but so uh you know i do think that in one way or another, like, let's, if, like, if, if, if you lived, let's say you, like, you grew up in an abusive home, and then you went into the foster system, and you got uh, fostered by some, like, wonderful parents, like, I think it would be reasonable to be grateful, like, I could understand why you would be, uh, why you might be upset or resentful about the other stuff, but I do think that it would be right to be grateful for the good things in life, so at the same time, I do think that um, a good part of immigration and this stuff is is about trying to integrate people properly and trying to find social cohesion which is easier said than done um but honestly i think most of it actually sorts itself out over enough time it's just that like 
everything just seems fucked up in the short term because it's like that's how we live life is on you know we our entire lives are uh, at most usually is like a hundred years and then you get these whatever 10 20 30 year segments where you like want things to do a certain thing or you think the world should be a certain way and maybe that you're on the right side of history and maybe things will go that way but uh it might just take a really fucking long time and when you think it might it should happen next year it might take 12 years and it might be going as fast as it can so i don't know i have faith that if we all keep keep an eye on this shit be kind be vigilant stay well informed wash your motherfucking hands we should uh be able to figure most of this shit out so let's see what else we got in the news saudi arabia detains three senior royals including king's brother see there you go there's a great example like <laughs> you gotta have <laughs> we're gonna have a hard time like imagine if you wanted to just for some fucking god unknown reason you wanted to merge the uk and saudi arabia for some reason they're like they're next door neighbors and you're like fuck it we've decided borders don't even matter we're just gonna mix countries up like skittles we're gonna have a red one and a blue one and like we're just <laughs> So it's just Saudi Arabia, England. We're making them together now. Saudi Arabia has a motherfucker. It's so funny. Actually, now that I say I'm like, England has a queen. <laughs> I was like, Saudi Arabia has got a king. I'm like, you, you see what I'm seeing? Maybe you two hook up and fuck. No. Um, I. <laughs> but look, this. so the queen in England, right? <laughs> Harmless old lady. Goes around, tries to be nice to everyone. Does a little wave. Hello. Hello. I'm fucking Harry stop dressing up like a Nazi god damn it and then on the other side you got this motherfucker the king of Saudi Arabia who's like yes I suppose women can drive and then <laughs> I shouldn't be doing accents and then he's like sending motherfuckers to cut up fucking cut up reporters at embassies <laughs> Jesus Christ. You see how these these two concepts of a royal family don't quite like merge? We'd have a hard time where we'd be like, all right, man. Well, I tell you, in England, in the United Kingdom, we, do, we don't tend to uh, chop up reporters. That's not usually the way we do things. It's because, ah, uh, we do. <laughs> so yeah this is what i'm saying is the world is very a lot of different people in the world and it seems like uh this is what king salman's brother and nephew are detained uh yeah i guess and they're never gonna detain him and whatever what do i fucking know i just know what other people tell me about it but that's just that's just fucked up like i hope they don't just chop other people up like if they just chop up like nah because we go to war and shit like if they just like chopped up a frenchman <laughs> Why so sexist? What about a French lady? Uh, French, a French person? But what would you call a French? Back in the day, you could say Frenchman. I don't know if you know if people do say Frenchman. <laughs> but there's no, is there a female equivalent to Frenchman? French, Frenchwoman. Nah, it does, I don't think that has the same ring to it. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't think, hopefully that, Hopefully it's own. I say this, it's a very weird thing to say, but like, hopefully it's only Saudi Arabians that could get chopped up by their own king. <laughs> like, hopefully no one can get chopped up by him, but clearly that's not the truth. <laughs> so, 
Hopefully he can't. Hopefully he, I'm not gonna get chopped up. If I get chopped up, you know who did it. Anyway, uh, Bethlehem, uh, Bethlehem under lockdown as coronavirus cases confirms. Whatever. That's not news either. That the idea that they're like coronavirus case in such and such confirmed. Like it's gonna go almost everywhere. Like. It would be, it's going to be, the real news will be where it didn't go and why the fuck that happened. Like, maybe it won't get to new, uh, to Greenland or somewhere like that. But it's like, fuck, there's only 10 people there anyway. Who's going to test for it? Ah, coronavirus used by blah, blah, blah. U.S. backed government of Bolivia. Persecution. Trump's, uh, mm, uh, I don't know enough about that to dive into that. So let's see. Iran might use force to stop travel as coronavirus spreads. Uh, hmm, any other news? Oh, yes. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu won the election in Israel after... Fuck Jesus Christ. What do they have? Was this their third one? They had three elections because they tied two of them? Meh. I thought UK politics was bad. But then now it says now he's toast. But why is he toast? Oh, fuck off. Okay, so let's see. Related to... to, to, to. Oh, yes. Bibi. Bibi Netanyahu. Uh, the biggest victory of my life. I don't know if that's actually a good impression. I haven't heard his name for a long time, or his voice for a long time. Uh, let's see, but let's see, what's going on? Why is he toast? I hate when they give you the headline, but then they make you read so much of the article. Is it because that they decided to prosecute him? I don't know, he's up for corruption. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, I can't find it. Netanyahu. What? What is that? Okay, so let's see. CNN. Nearly 90% of men and women are biased against women. UN study finds. Okay. Uh, let me read this and see what this is about. So, um, <laughs> almost 90% of men hold some form of bias against women, according to new global UN report. Surprisingly, 90% of women do too. Oh, um, okay. Is that because it's maybe, it's a thing? Like, I don't know, dude, like, uh, fuck, I don't know, I can't think of an example, but sometimes people, let's, let's, let's see what it's about. Okay, so, so, um, the Gender Social Norms Index, which measures how social beliefs affect gender equality, was released by the United Nations Development Program on Thursday. Despite the progress that has occurred in closing the equality gap, Researchers found that people's beliefs still negatively impact women's rights and equality. For instance, the GSNI revealed that nearly half of all the world's population believes that men make better political leaders and more than 40% believe men make better business executives. Uh, it's uh, also found that 28% of men and women believe that men are justified to beat their wives. Jesus Christ! Wait, what? 28%? Where do they ask these questions? What the fuck? 28% of men and women believe that, it is, that men are justified to beat their wives. What? <laughs> 75 countries that comprise 80% of the world's population. D 
damn, homie. That's crazy. Well, um, I'm pretty sure that out of the 150 people that I know, uh, 100, uh, let's see, 42 of them do not think it is okay to beat your wife. I'm not saying I know special people or anything. I just think that that's true. But, hey, if you're a friend of mine and you think it's okay to beat your wife, let me know. So I could not be your friend anymore. Uh, that would be cool. Nah, I, I don't. Jeez, I don't know, man. I don't want to just be, like, telling people, like, oh, if you hold extreme beliefs, I won't talk to you anymore. Because I feel like that, like, doesn't do much to help people do anything, really, other than become isolated. Um, but, jeez, we'd have to talk about it. I, have, I would probably have a hard time if you were like, yo, I'll fuck my wife up. And I have every right to. I'd be like, I don't know, man. Uh, I just, um, yeah. And what if she thought that too? She's like, oh, I think he should fuck me up. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that's okay. Um, so, yeah. You know, the one thing I'm just curious about this is when they say that more than 40% believe that men make better business executives. I wonder, they didn't say, did they just say better or the same? Or did they say who's better, men or women? No, because then obviously they would have come out and said 60% think women are better. Uh, yeah, but hey, give it some time. I mean, same thing is could be said for uh, like racism. Like, I think uh, I I can't speak for other people's opinions, but like I think um, for instance, just as a vague example, like having Obama as as a president does a lot for um, like everyone's opinion of black people. Like from my perspective, like black people as well. I'm not gonna speak for other black people. I'm just saying that like from my perspective, to see someone black even though he's not like super black <laughs> I'm, I'm about as black as obama uh see someone black in the white house the irony someone black in the white house uh so it was uh it was just it's just interesting i think it does a lot for social norms so i think uh given enough time like you see enough um smart women and successful women in business then you're gonna start to think that way i i got really lucky because uh my mom is super smart and fucking with it. And so, like, my, my mom's the boss of my house. No fucking question. And my dad would 100% agree with that. He would, like, he'd duck and cover. Someone came around and said, who's in charge? He'd go, hey, it's her. Hey, you want her? Take her. She got she got all the money. She got all the credit cards. She got all the bills. I don't know where anything is. He said, I just show up. I just eat food and lift heavy shit. <laughs> So yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think given enough time, once um, yeah, this is a, this is a great example. Just like I was talking about earlier, where everybody wants to get everything done quickly, they're like, people should respect women. You're like, I agree, but we can't just make it happen. It's like people's opinions. It's like the more you push for people's opinions to change, the less likely they are to change. I think it's just it's something that has to change naturally uh, after being presented the evidence. And, of course, there are always going to be, like, stubborn sexists who are like, I don't care. Like, they're still stupid women to me. And then just like, you know, that's not your target audience, ladies. And you know what? There was always racists against Obama, and there will always be haters no matter who you are. So... In the words of Swifty Swift, 
haters get hate. So, uh, yeah, well, anyway, so look, given enough time, I think that all of this will change uh, and that the world will, like, we are making progress. It's just not quick enough, which is like, how quick, like, ideally, you're like, what do we want? Gender equality. When do we want it? Absolutely, immediately. We will not wait for a 10 year slowly increase over time. I get it. You got to push for now. And it's the people who push for it to happen now. If everybody who was upset about this said, all right, you guys can stop being sexist in 10 years, people would never stop being sexist. So everything is unfolding just as it should. Um, all right. So I think honestly, there's probably enough news. Uh, there doesn't seem to be that much going on. It's really hard to honestly find like a lot of news. <laughs> Because, like, the news tends to be, like, a lot of decent news. Like, actually informative news and not just headline shit. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to leave this and go on to the positive news. So we got something nice to think about. Oh, excuse me. Um, let's see. All right, so starting off at the top. <laughs> Turtle swims from Africa to Australia on release from 20 years in captivity. That's not great news because that just makes you think of that, like, who kept the turtle in captivity for 20 years? That's a bummer. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is awful. Microsoft will pay hourly workers regular wages even if their hours are reduced because of COVID-19 concerns. That's nice. That's what I think is that I was saying this to my brother last night. They're doing all this stuff in Trinity. My brother goes to school in university in Dublin. And they're, like, trying to... Uh, I don't like move exams up and like rush everything in. I'm like, man, everybody, all businesses, uh, all, all institutions, governments, we should all be doing everything we can to just fucking nip this shit in the bud. Because, I mean, unless unless you're you're like I, the only argument I see against that is they're like, oh fuck it, there's too many old people anyway. <laughs> And it's like, well, God bless you when you're old, motherfucker, because some, some little fuck is going to remember that you said that. And then you'd be like, that's that old guy who said we should kill old people. We should kill him. So <laughs> this is how you become a Nazi. So I just think that everybody should just want to, like, nip this shit in the bud. So I think we should be doing as much. People should be working from home as much as they can. Like, we shouldn't be freaking out about this. But this is different to the flu because we don't really know what's going on right now it's like and it's like what is the worst case scenario they're like oh companies might earn a little less money oh it's like, are you gonna turn from being a billionaire it's only like a hundred nine hundred million there just get the fuck over it but like it could really affect individuals who don't have savings who work hourly wages so like the people who have the money governments uh massive corporations like we should all be stepping up as we as if i got billions <laughs> people in my opinion in my opinion as a as a humble as a humble um uh peasant i think that um we should all want to we should all want the best for each other it's like everybody's got everybody knows old people hey a lot of you billionaires probably most of the billionaires are over 60 and you can't just hide yourself man it doesn't work like that like we live in an interconnected community, so don't think that you could just like take your money and go to the bunker. Missing cat reunited with owner after 11 years on the street. <laughs> Wait, 
I don't understand. Is that missing cat reunited with owner after 11 years on the street? Like the cat lived on the street for 11 years or he got reunited with him after 11 years, like on the street. Like they were just walking down the street and the homie was like, oh, hey, man, (laughs) is that my cat? (laughs) He's like, I don't know. I found him 11 years ago. He's like, I lost him 11 years ago. He's like, oh, that's crazy. This might be your cat then. Um, uh, Rats avoid actions that will hurt each other, even if it earns them a treat. Oh, I don't know. Somehow I doubt that. And even if they do, humans do that way better. Don't give the rats credit. They fucking plague monsters. Uh, aw, new ruling by FDA means laboratory animals can be adopted rather than euthanized. Again, it's really, it's like every happy thing has to come out of some sad thing. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, damn, that motherfucker lost his cat 11 years ago. We got him back. I'm not. I don't know how that makes me feel. That cat. That cat can't be like that. Motherfucker can't have much. What's the average lifespan of a cat? <laughs> I hate to be a bummer. <laughs> average life of cat. Fuck. What's the average life? Two to sixteen years. Damn. If he lost him when he was one. Oh damn. The motherfucker. He might have four good years left. Oh, shit, man. That reminds me of that episode of Futurama where Fry lost his dog. Oh, my God. That shit is so sad. At the end, when he waits for him. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Oh. (laughs) So, I'm glad he found him. Yeah, okay. Think about that. Imagine if that was Fry's dog. Like, Fry would want to find him after 11 years. Fry was happy when he found him after 2,000 years. Jesus. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. Totally out of context. Futurama. Uh, as an animated cartoon show about this guy who gets frozen and um, sent to the future and in one of the episodes uh, they find his fossilized dog who who waited for him because he got when he got frozen cryogenically and ended up going to the future his dog was like where's Fry and he, the dog was the only one who noticed <sighs> that's a bummer <laughs> supposed to be getting good news <laughs> okay so that's cute though fda laboratory animals can be adopted rather than euthanized it is said that they all were dying before but now that some uh geeky science nerd can take uh sorry you could just be like a science person i don't know why i had to insult you twice you fucking geeky specky science fuck <laughs> i'm sorry science people some science person could take them home that's nice or we could take them home can we take them home um, husband has no right over wife's property without consent, rules Pakistan Supreme Court. Good job, Pakistan. I, yes, I will refrain from saying, duh, good job. <laughs> uh, Virginia passes bill to achieve 100% carbon-free power by 2045. That's cool. So that was one of the things about Trump being elected when he took him out of the Paris Accord, I was like, oh, that is a fucking bummer. I mean, because at first I was like, oh, the president doesn't fucking do anything anyway. And I was like, oh, shit. Maybe the reason the president didn't get much done in the past is because they were all reasonable people. Well, <laughs> like, now that we've elected someone a little bit unreasonable, maybe actually the president could do a lot more shit that we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can do that? <laughs> So, but what, the only good thing about him dropping out of the Paris Accord was that lots of other states, um, like uh, lots of states, immediately committed to 
going carbon neutral they're to, to upholding the agreement anyway so hopefully like so hopefully a state like california will outdo itself like fucking hell california is the fifth largest economy in the world like if you judge if you just took california as its own economy uh, and compared it to countries california is the fifth largest so it would go america china japan germany california the uk i think that's it yeah i think that's it the uk italy brazil canada i think that's it oh, oh no india italy brazil canada i think that's it um but uh yeah it's uh it's the the idea that the, the these states will do hopefully more than their fair share and actually make up for the fact that the united states drops out of the paris accord entirely um so yeah so let's see so uh virginia becomes <laughs> what the fuck virginia you had a busy week virginia becomes the first southern u.s state to ban hair discrimination i gotta click this is the first one i'm clicking on what the fuck does that mean <laughs> oh see at first i was like is this about gingers but then i was like oh and then they showed little nappy-headed black kids um what is this virginia has become the first southern state in the u.s to ban hair discrimination based on racial identifiers including their hair texture and hair type what motherfuckers asking for that in your cv like yes what college did you go to and have you got nappy hair <laughs> it is the fourth u.s state to pass such a measure it has already passed uh the virginia senate and the house of delegates unanimously um I don't really get it. I mean, so, uh, coming from a perspective of having dreadlocks for such a long time, uh, I'm just going to go out. I, I mean, I'll just fucking say it totally honestly. Now that I cut my dreads off, I don't look at people with dreads the same. Like, because for me, right, they're... They're, uh, sorry, someone was signaling me. <laughs> um, when I when I cut my dreads off, like I wanted to cut them off for a while, right? For various reasons. But one of the things about them is that they're fucking, they're cumbersome, right? <laughs> they get in the fucking way of shit and they're heavy. So for me, <laughs> like I knew that like having dreads, having really long, heavy dreads doesn't like necessarily lend itself to like, um, I don't know, like working in the dirt or fucking uh uh doing like a lot like i don't know like i don't want to say not like like playing sports or whatever because people can totally play sports with dreads but it's like it's definitely easier when you don't have this big fucking pile of hair on your fucking head so for me when i cut them off i was like fuck dude this is the way to go. You know, it's like with Joe Rogan, where Joe Rogan shaved his head. He's like, oh, I can't believe it. These motherfuckers. I can't believe I held on for so long. I should have just shaved my head. And I felt the exact same way. Because, like, I, I grew up, where I grew up, like, where I grew up, I, it's like rural Ireland. So there was, there were people who very clearly were from rural Ireland. And then there were people who were on varying degrees not clearly from rural ireland and i was at like the far spectrum of like oh this this dude is like definitely not from rural ireland because like still to this day in my own town <laughs> i'm constantly like asked oh where are you from 
all right, you're, are you, how long have you been living here? You're like, oh, it's actually, you know, I was born up in Cork, you know, there. All right, wow, that's incredible, like, and where, so where are your parents from, like? And, uh, you know, whatever, that's fine, and God bless them. But, like, it just makes perfect sense, right? So, but when I grew up, um, it was just a very clear line of, like, like, there was a bunch of kids who were from this area, and there were some kids who weren't from the area, and, like, that tended to split down the line of, like, uh, we 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 used to call it, it was like hippies and knackers, but like honestly, I don't even like using I don't like using those terms now because they I don't I don't really know enough about what the term knacker actually means and uh, hippies I don't really even know what a fucking hippie is either to be perfectly honest I know more about them but I don't know what the fuck they are so uh, it's just weird it was just words it was just kids just throwing shit at each other um, but. A big thing of it when we were young is like you wanted to be like rebellious and we wanted to have long hair like <laughs> because like hippies had long hair. I don't know. There was <laughs> some association there. So for me, like once I had an afro, the afro became annoying because it would like get knotted up and shit. So I'd have to brush it all the fucking time. So eventually I was like, oh, you know what? Like wh- what is the what is the easiest way, like the l- most low maintenance way that I could have long hair? Uh, and I was like, oh, it's with dreadlocks. So it turns out, so yeah, I, I, I got dreadlocks mainly for that reason. And then it just like, it went on for years and it became a part of my personality and yada, yada. But I say all that to say is that like, once I cut them off, I was like, Jesus, it is so much easier to just like do shit. Like, <laughs> like let alone like taking a shower and like washing your hair is so much fucking quicker <laughs> and efficient. Boy, I tell you. I could make a bottle of shampoo last a long time, but at the same time, it's, it, it just like, it's whatever. But for me, I'm just like the opportunities that not having dreadlocks presents, uh, are, uh, outweigh the, the benefits of having dreads. So if people want to have them, whatever, cause they like the style or whatever, but it's like for the same reason, I wouldn't wear tight pants that look good because they're fucking tight. <laughs> now I'm like, man, I don't want fucking dreads. Like, even if I look cool with dreads, like, it's just they're fucking cumbersome. So God bless these Virginians for not discriminating, because I I do. <laughs> I don't discriminate majorly. I wouldn't not give you a job, but I do just think I'm like, damn. Maybe you'll cut them off one day too, and you'll be like, wow. That was a weight off my shoulders, <laughs> literally. Okay, any more news? Uh, let's see. Senate passes bill increasing criminal penalties for animal abuse. Uh, Eastern Iowa girl who lost her sight from the flu regains vision. Holy shit. That's terrifying. You can lose your sight from the flu. Well, thank God she's all right. Fucking hell. Whoa, now a handheld 3D printer can print skin cells to cover large burn wounds. Oh, my God. See, I hear about this shit, and I'm like, if you can just hold it together for another 20 years, oh, then we can really go crazy. Then we can start shooting each other in the dick and fucking crashing our cars and shit, because they'll just be like, need a new dick? No problem. I'm a 3D print that for you. Oh, what you got there? Severe third degree burns? No problem. I'll just get out the old skin 3D printer. There you go, sir. That'll be a five. Nan, nan. <laughs> Put it on my Bitcoin card. Um, let's see. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. Uplifting from a climate crisis point of view, the coronavirus outbreak has caused the biggest global oil demand dip in history. Uh, and it, something that was crazy I saw as well was like the entire, all the air pollution over China has disappeared. And uh, I had posted that on Reddit. And someone, uh, someone commented like saying, do you think that will save more lives than the coronavirus will kill? And it's, it's possible in a sort of roundabout way because it's not like people like just like, oh, they get three months of fumes and then they die. It's like a collective thing compounded over time. So I'm not really sure if it works like that. But like d severely reducing China's emissions for like think about this here. Think about the days that people are like, oh, if we could all just like stop using power for a day, it would like save a lot of power. And then, uh, <laughs> and then that is happening with the coronavirus just on a crazy scale. They like shut down half of China for like two weeks. A lot of, I'm not sure if it's still up and running now, but like, so that, I mean, that goes a lot to, help the environment so that's something you know and it's like like we're saying i'm not that doesn't diminish the 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 human losses from coronavirus but it it does kind of like put in perspective like for instance like the flu kills hundreds of thousands of people every year but it, it never did anything to combat climate change as far as i'm aware um let's see <laughs> scientists found a caterpillar that eats plastic i wonder how long he can keep that shit up for though he's just happy with that how can things like evolve to eat plastic when plastic never existed before do you know what i mean i don't that doesn't sound right because to me i'm like motherfucker i eat doritos but that shit i wasn't i didn't i wasn't meant to eat doritos and if you just like <laughs> if some alien found me and they're like oh perfect a solution to our dorito crisis <laughs> I mean, it would solve their problem, but it would give me fucking uh, severe diabetes. So, and not to mention the shits. Or not the shits? No. Maybe I would get, um, fuck, what's the word when you can't poop? <laughs> Combusted? Com what the fuck is it? <laughs> Constipated. I was like, combusted? <laughs> what the fuck? Dumb Liam showed up today. Ugh. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, that's good enough. That's enough. I don't think I can't see anything in particular. I mean, I could go through it for days, but we'll come back to it another time. So, uh, close that down. So for the segment now, uh, things you can do for free. <laughs> things you can do for free. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, has been a huge influence on me over the past year, um, a little less than a year while I've been, um, teaching myself. I, uh, I'm, I'm, as I've mentioned before, I dropped out of school and, uh, I did a lot of jobs and wasn't particularly satisfied with any of them a lot of them were fun for different reasons but um i decided to teach myself to code uh like a year ago so i was looking around for resources and i couldn't like quite find because like i think the problem with learning to code is a lot of the time like excuse me people think it's like it's 
it's really accessible nowadays, but people almost like undersell how accessible it is or like they make it too easy to get involved in a sense. Uh, not that you shouldn't, but it's just that like you can download apps for the app store from the app store, for instance, where you can like learn the basics of coding. But that environment is not really conducive to to learning properly or learning the fundamentals. So like for me, I was like, God, I wish I could like find a way to like someone could start be like, so, you know, nothing about computers. All right. Okay. Well, because I didn't know nothing, but it would be useful if I could also not only learn new stuff, but get all of my misconceptions corrected as well. So I could be like, sure up my foundation and then learn from there. And um, it must have been on Reddit or somewhere. Someone was like, oh, the first thing I did was took this uh, CS50 uh, introduction to computer science, which is the Harvard computer science, like the first, it's like their intro course on computer science at Harvard. And it's all hosted online for free. You can join it for free. You can enroll, uh, you enroll, you get your like assignments. It's all done through like lectures on YouTube. Uh, you, there's like a chat group that you can join so people can help you with your work. Uh, you can get your work graded when, if you submit the assignments. Um, so it's like, it's like a whole fucking intro course at Harvard, like for a semester. I don't know enough about Harvard to know how much of a thing that is, <laughs> but it's awesome from the perspective of like, oh my God, like you can just like for free, no strings attached. The only thing you would pay for is if you want a certificate. I think what is the certificate? A certificate for 80 euro at the end if you want. But everything else is free. So you can go. It's on edx.org. Uh, you can just Google CS50 uh, edx or CS50 computer science course. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you know how to internet. Internet that shit. Uh so but it's just absolutely phenomenal just the idea and the teacher oh my god the dude is amazing david j malin 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 uh he's phenomenal he's he speaks really quickly which i love because it's like yes get to the fucking point (laughs) but also you can slow it down so like you could definitely watch him on like three-quarter speed would probably be like a normal human talking um but it's awesome and and it's like so casual and it's completely free so it's like you and you could do half an hour a week and you would easily get it done i think it's an eight week course so it's like uh well each each lecture i think is a little over an hour and then there's some work to do after that but like you know a couple hours a week you know on a saturday evening or sunday morning or whatever and like after in six months fucking you know how to code it's crazy. Obviously, you can't just like go get a job at Google now. But like, then there are other websites. Another one I use, uh, Code Academy, was fun. I think it was really good actually. Code Academy is like one of the best looking free ones, but um, it's a little bit limited. I can't remember exactly all the ways that it's limited, but you do get to a point. Like, I think you get a free demo at the beginning, and it's great. But Code Academy, it's just co- Code Academy, but you would say it like Code Academy. Because it's Code Academy, but Code Academy. So C O D E C A D E M Y. And uh, then the one I actually ended up using a lot was uh, Free Code Camp because Free Code Camp uh, was like 100% free. So all of its resources were available. And it was just really like 
it was a little more uh so i say code academy is like a little more gamified but uh free code camp was was like more um uh, it covered more things it was more detailed so probably a combination of both you could try them both out if any if you wanted to learn to code but just that is such a crazy thing i just think that's so awesome that like we live in a world now where you can like basically you can go study at harvard for free and it's i know it's not the same thing as studying at harvard but like let me ask you this is it like 40 is it fifty thousand dollars worse than harvard I don't think so. <laughs> so if Harvard costs, if it costs 50 grand to go to Harvard or you could take these online courses for free, you're like, oh, let's say they're not the same thing, but it's pretty fucking great. So I think that's awesome. And I just wanted to share that with people. So now I'm going to answer my question. Let's see. Show to go for in the future. Oh, choice. wait, sorry. I should get off. Oh, fuck. This is what I do. Okay. So context. This is my, this is my question that I first sent in to the Dirtbag Dan show. All that time ago. Uh, this question was sent in October 2014. Wow. Um, and I think I recorded this on my fucking laptop. Yeah, I think I did because I'm sitting in front of my laptop. I didn't even have a smartphone. Did I have a smartphone? Nah, I didn't have a smartphone back then. Because when I went to South America, we were like carrying around like a camera like a real ass digital camera what did i did i have no phone i must have had some phone but it was like a shitty phone oh my god i remember i had like a smartphone but it was like fucking so small it was like this it was like the size of like like an like an old school little phone but like it tried to cram in all the shit and oh my god i remember one time i was in fucking dude i was in brazil and I, I, I asked, I got a, like a motor taxi. I didn't have enough money for a regular taxi. So I got this, this fat dude <laughs> on a, on a motorbike and I had to get on the back of the bike. And I remember I sat on the bike and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is, I was like, I hate that shit. Like I hate motorbikes. I think that shit is so unsafe. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? I was like, I, I think I put my helmet on and I was like, okay, where do i hold and then i was like uh i don't want to hold this dude but i guess i gotta fucking hold this dude so i fucking like put my arms around the dude (laughs) and he fucking took my hands and he fucking put them under the chair and like there's like a fucking place to grab him which (laughs) which is so funny because like basically i was like i was like oh i don't want to like ask him what should I hold on to? Because he's going to be like, duh, hold on to me. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just hold on to this dude. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? Hold on to me, motherfucker. There's bars here. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, when this video was made. Uh, yeah, so anyway, the reason I was talking about that dude on the the on the, uh, the moto taxi, he, he gave me a lift and he was like, I told him where I wanted to go. But then he was like, where did you say? Like, where is it exactly? He's like, give me your phone. And I was like, why the fuck does this dude want my phone? I was like, it doesn't work. I'm from a different country. He's like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. So he like took my phone and he's like, got the phone up on the fucking, he's like looking at the phone with one hand and like driving the motorbike with the other. (laughs) I was just sitting on the back like, ah, please don't kill me. 
Anyway, so this is like right before technology was coming into it. So I filmed this on my webcam because fuck, I didn't have a fucking, I didn't have a fucking camera. Or if I did, it would have been worse than my webcam. It's crazy how far things have come in just like half a decade. So yeah, let's see what I had to say. Yo, my name is Liam Rees. I'm from Ireland. Uh, Y'all want to say shout outs to the Dirtbag Dan Show for talking some quality yes, bullshit. Shout outs. Uh, yeah, I wanted to know what was it that originally inspired you guys to start this show and start talking about these kind of things, uh, and also, I mean, where would you guys like for this show to go for in the future, and what would you like to see from it? But again, shout out for what you guys do, and uh, have a good one. Peace. Oh, that's nice. It's nice to see that I was still um, decently mannered back then. So, um, oh no, I don't want autoplay. Fuck off. Stop. 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 Okay, I gotta turn off autoplay. That's it. Uh, so what inspired me to start this show? Well, I think I already mentioned that earlier. We're just inspired. I wanted to, like I say, keep this, uh, the spirit of this, of this, uh, this connecting with people online going. I just think it's great. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of people online who influenced me, Joe Rogan, Philip DeFranco, um, uh, geez, there's a lot, uh, but, um, the Dirtbag Dan show, um, See, it's weird because there's ones who are like channels, but I'm like, they're not per people per se. So it's like hard to like shout out like oh, MMA Weekly because <laughs> it's not like a person. So there's lots of YouTube channels that are informative, but they're not necessarily um, like they, they don't have that same connection, like an emotional connection with like an actual person that you that you connect with. So, um, yeah, that's the initial thing. And where would I like this to go? Like, honestly. Uh, I would just like to, for this to just be like a, f a fun thing to do. And that's, that's all I want to do. So I just want this to be fun as long as I just want it to be enjoyable. And if it turns out that like on, in my pursuit of fun and enjoyment that people in, like, like this and it works out great, let it be what it is. But it's just, uh, I just want to have a good time, laugh, learn some shit, figure shit out. Thanks, Liam. That was a great question. <laughs> uh, I've been going for long, so I'm actually going to skip the random question this week because I actually think that uh, I've done enough. And um, so, hey, if you have a question, please, you can send it to me anywhere on the Internet. You can send it to me on Instagram at the Irish Rasta or you can follow the Irish Rasta show or you can go to those Instagram pages and you can. No, I was going to say you can go to the YouTube channel, but you can't send me a message on YouTube. You probably can, but why would anyone do that? Uh, email me, Irish Rasta Productions, Irish Rasta Productions at gmail.com. Um, uh, is there anything else? You can send me a letter. No, you can't. I refuse to let you chop down a tree in order to send me a letter. Use energy, motherfucker, and we'll get it from the sun. So I'm just going to wrap this out now for the end of the show, the final segment. Let's wrap it up. <coughs> Excuse me. So I got my random word, my rap script. Shout out to rapscript.net. I know a developer. That's a developer. Uh, <laughs> that's a developer uh, uh, web address right there. Saving a little money going for the dot net. <laughs> He's like rapscript.com. They wanted an extra two dollars. I'm not paying that. <laughs> Uh, it might have just been taken. Who knows? Um, although rap script is not exactly like 
I gotta have name. So I don't see why you wouldn't. Anyway, whatever. This is not the point. Anyway, this thing is clear. This is gonna generate me. I've 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 got the skill level. It. I went I went straight from noob to advanced to pro. I'm like shit. I'm gonna stay at pro. And pro is weird because pro will throw out words like discovery. Uh, is is a word. Let's see what else is. Uh, let me speed this up a bit so I get some more examples. So I got discovery, uh, murder. Um, we got provision. We got uh, what's the next one? Physiotherapy. Oh, that's gonna be hard to rhyme. Barracks. But see, physiotherapy and barracks—they're not even close to how on the same level of difficulty. Admission. Like they, I don't know. They got some weird ones. Like physiotherapy is so much harder harder than than like most of these words. So much harder than murder. Physiotherapy. It's like fucking. It's a six-syllable word versus murder. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Rap Script. How many fucking Rap Script websites have I made? Pfft, approximately zero. So I got nothing to complain about. Really, I'm just talking shit. Talking shit, motherfucker. So I'm just going to play through the first beat. We're just going to have some fun. And uh, we'll just... Oh shit, oh shit. But wait, wait. Is that a little too loud? Is that a little too loud? Get the boom loud, get them in the move town. Tell them to move town, tell them to move town. I tell them to keep it down, your kids are too loud. Motherfucking loud kids with the house shit. I'ma have to send you all the Auschwitz, Auschwitz. Oh. Wait, wait a minute. How do I, t- wait, how do I control this? Fuck, that is annoying. Okay, so the beat is playing, but I can't see it. Ah, okay, put the beat back to the beginning. Thank you, sorry, technical, technical difficulties. Record, 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 checking the difficulties, technical difficulties, everybody messing with it with me. Alright, alright, okay, 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 controversy, oh my god, what you want, you think you could knock or hurt me, I'm a motherfucking, I caught your herpes. <laughs> carpal, as in carpal tunnel, said march and run into the darkest jungle, uh, I said I'm stomping out, everybody going for tourism, huh, tourism, florism, florida tourism, everybody more with them, I got more rhythm for my tourism, and I tour with them, I'm a tour with them, take them across the continent, but them bombing shit oh prefect not perfect got them with the motherfucking nerd said what you want to hit them with the words yes it's a perfect word set everybody knows that these nerds get nerds get jesus i hit the mic hit it with like a branch or two the word is branch i don't have a branch for you i gotta smack the dude with a fucking axe or two with a piece of flattened bamboo that i grabbed through Okay, let's do that. It's the suitor. The word is suitor. I'm guaranteed I'm gonna move her. I'm taking that Uber all the way to motherfucking Lugerville. Where's that? I don't really know, but it rhymed with what I was saying. Yo, I sound like Kanye West on the Sway Show. Hey, bro. <laughs> Abduction, that's it. I'm in the function. Getting old them, getting trust them. Maybe I should get this moved over to... Maybe I should... Maybe I actually over-doubted my abilities. I should try a advanced... Drop it, 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 drop it. Shit. Syndrome with the dance song. Send them all to the cemetery, get them buried. Uh, I said them never worried. Send them to the cemetery, get them buried in the motherfucking uh. Put them in the dark really quick. Everybody get the shit. Everybody knows that I killed it. And I will equipped. I am well equipped. I am hella pissed. And I'm never missed. I have never missed a shot that I ever took. Oh, you miss all the shots that you never take. Ooh, deep bars, Instagram quotes. We gon' have to slam those. Get the motherfucking hand joes. Playing banjos with my hands, bro. 
That's a pheasant, that's pleasant Teaching words to the motherfucking peasants Uh, I said, oh, and it switched to print So motherfuckers thinking that I'm gonna diss your kids But I don't really wanna even know what a litmus is Because I forgot all my chemistry classes And I'm telling your asses you'll be dead in the back, kids Whoa, synonym, oh, synonym With the killing him, with the synonym And my inner wind, I said my inner winds <laughs> What is that? It's like a fancy term for farts And I'm a blast it off like Kalashnikovs I get the laugh at y'all like it's basketball shit if this was basketball shit it's a good thing i'm black and tall i'd slam on y'all uh, and i'd take you right to the garage and lot i don't care if the attorney he can fucking carry my knot i carry him off and send him in to bury the woods i'm very i'm hood very i very i'm hood yeah i said i'm a real gangster and everybody knows that we can lift the roll back with the fucking blow gas blow gas like blow darts in the whole hearts hit you in the center with my blow dart oh no hey if we go to the center Displeasure, I guarantee the motherfucking enter into this dimension with the mention. Wait, manganese is a motherfucking what? Manganese is this word generator gotten mad at me? <laughs> words like the motherfucking manganese, hanging trees, hanging trees like the mandarins, mangalese, manga fleas, panga fanga changa cheese. Oh, it's at the end of the beat. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, fuck it, I'm gonna hit the beat again. I was just warming up. <laughs> if you think it's trash, then turn it off. <laughs> Yo, yo, about to make a shrine, about to, about to make a shrine for me Cause I'm the motherfucking god of time And everybody knows that I want to rhyme But sometimes I'm just offbeat Everybody watch me, I'ma have to take a motherfucking strategy Why is everybody mad at me? When I'm trying to have a strategy, everybody rap with me Everybody rap with me, say the strategy We gon' have to papily get the fucking gravity oh, Gravity, engraver, like someone who engraves Or an enraged raver I'm a motherfucking enraged Raver with an insane saver that'll stab you in place flavor. What? That was all complete gibberish and nonsense. But I hope I'm hoping I'm speaking with the conscience, the pompous purpose. I'm looking for my purpose in life. Cause guaranteed I'm looking purple tonight. Purple tonight. I got purple, it's my favorite color. Can't you tell? Can't you motherfucker tell? Uh there's also a lot of blue, so if I had to talk to you when I was walking through, looking in my awful room, you'd be like, I don't know, maybe your favorite color is blue. And I'd be like, well, I'm not fucking with you, because you're wrong and you don't understand me, because I'm the motherfucking man, B, and I'll be getting dandy. This shit is pretty fucking handy. I don't know if you know how much a can, can, ham, ham will be. What? I don't know, but I'm a cadet. Yeah, the next word is cadet. Coming to set, gonna wreck up the shit, gonna fucking tell up your head. Wait, what? Give me a new word. <laughs> <laughs> try again, try again, huh? Oh, physician. Damn, I'm a mystical magician. Fucking call it causing an instical incision in your tristical division. Yeah. <laughs> lyrical. So lyrical. Oh, climate. Climate is in climate change. I'm enraged. Oh, motherfucker. If I was an engraver, then I'd engrave. <laughs> I said you've died and changed. Send you to it, uh, like send you to another world, like Shania Twain. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. Submission, submission. I guaranteed I does I does hit them, but not women, because I am not one of the 28% that think it's okay to hit women. Nah, not cool at all. Engineer, dog. I'm an engineer, as in I have an engine. I'm like I have a I have a like a robot mind. I got an engine in my ear. <laughs> Reach. Reaching engineer storm storm everybody knows you got a storm warning I'm coming through and I forlorn him I let him know I forewarned that niggas know I am coming I'm gonna have to smash through when I clash you everybody knows I'm gonna have to smash dudes uh pros 
prose, as in like, liber- is that something to do with writing or citing? That's not exciting, and I'm not delighted. I would rather have a word that I want to rhyme with. So give me something other. Oh, affair? Yeah. I had a sneaky affair. I wasn't even there. That's how sneaky this shit was. I said I was at home with my wife while I was having an affair. I was cheating on her with the Doritos. I eat those with the motherfucking Cheetos. Ugh, delicious. Cheesy, but also original blue. Until it to you. I'm killing it, dude. Shout out if PepsiCo wanna sponsor me. I would probably say yes, cause I motherfucking stay stressed and need some more money. But also, I think Doritos are quite nice. Uh, confessor, confessor isn't someone who confesses. I'm the professor, the second type of your record. Uh, I step in the second and I wreck it and check it, cause everybody knows that I wreck it and I disrespect the section. Oh, oh my god, I get a mural or two. I'm doing the dude, I guaranteed I'm moving with you. The view is the crude, I guaranteed I flew with the shot, the moving a lot, and now I gotta put two in your top. Bang! <sighs> Alright, I think that's enough rapping. <laughs> so, I hope you have enjoyed the inaugural episode of the Irish Rasta Show. Uh, I honestly, uh, it barely felt like I was even here. It was a transcendent experience. Uh, I, 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 just, I just hope you're all as, as spiritually and emotionally uplifted as I am. And uh, I, just hope that the, I just hope that this is, just is, this is everything that you've ever wanted. And if it's not, then you can stop watching. You don't have to watch. And it's free. So don't fucking complain about free shit. You don't have to watch, motherfucker. (sighs) And hey, for anyone who thinks that motherfucker is sexist, not true. Women can fuck mothers too. Or is it that men can be mothers too? Uh, Both ways. Anyone can fuck anyone they want. And... Men could be dad. Men, men could be moms, and moms could be dads, and up is down, and left is right. As long as we're all nice, we should be okay. That's not true. Pay your taxes, uh, and um, constant vigilance. <laughs> In the words of Mad Eye Moody, constant vigilance. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, follow me uh, at the Irish Rasta at the Irish Rasta show on Instagram. Uh, you can f- nah, fuck Facebook. I fucking hate Facebook. Maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot there. Maybe I'm like Microsoft with the iPhone. He's like, no, I'm on a $500 phone. Uh, but I think Facebook is a pile of shit. Every time I go on Facebook, I get angry. And I like, yeah, I know that says a lot more about me than it does Facebook. But, like there's nothing else like that in my life. Like, I know I have a short temper sometimes, but there's nothing else in my life that can make me angry within three seconds of interacting with it. It's impossible. Uh, so, um, I fucking, I don't fuck with Facebook. I collect coins. Sometimes I go on Facebook to find out about the new coin news. Yeah, that's right. I collect coins. What? You want to fucking fight about it? Well, because I won't fight you because I'm also a fucking kind of a pacifist. So, yeah, motherfucking pacifist six foot five pacifist coin collector what you want bitch run up in these streets and trade some coins with me (laughs) oh oh, i love coins if anyone wants to send me some coins not just shitty ones but like some cool stuff man i love coins honestly love them they're so cool there's such an interesting insight into a nation and like the lifeblood of an economy love it fascinating beautiful my compliments to the coin chef uh but anyway so how else can you find me on not a facebook 
uh, Instagram. Uh, if you go on Instagram, you will find the YouTube channel. I have a link there. And uh, please follow the subreddit r slash Irish Rasta. And you will be able to post on there. Leave. You don't have to follow it. But it, I would appreciate it if you followed it. And then um, you can just... Uh, comment and then hopefully someone want to be a moderator and then uh hopefully as well what i'll do is when this video goes live i will be in the comments uh interacting with people my internet is not internet in rural ireland is not really good enough to do live streaming i don't think at least not consistently so uh it could be it probably could be if i had the right provider or whatever but right now i don't think it is so um hopefully i'll be there live in some perspective Excuse me. Uh, if you're still rocking with me from the beginning of this, I'm just looking at this. This is like fucking almost like two hours. Maybe it is two hours. Shout out to you because I'm hungry and tired. So I hope you had a snack and a nap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout outs if you enjoyed all of this. That would be terrific. Uh, if you enjoyed this, give me, yeah, leave a comment. Uh, fucking hit me up, whatever. Um, because it's good to know, like, I enjoy doing it myself, but I'll be even more jazzed to find out that there's someone else out there who enjoyed it. And even way more, it's like super, super jazzed if someone actually got something beneficial out of this. That would be awesome. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, is there anywhere else? I can't think of, there's probably something I'm forgetting, but fuck it, whatever. You know, I'll leave it in the YouTube description. So, check the YouTube description for all relevant uh relevant sections and hopefully what i'll do as well if i can be bothered is that i'll chop this up into different bits so i'll put out the shit you can do for free and then i uh, hope i'm not jinxing myself by making a lot of work here but i think it's not crazy put out the good news put out the bad news and um yeah go from there see how it goes and yes shout out to you guys if for watching Shoutouts to everyone who's offered support in the past. I'm sorry it took so long to get this going, but hey. Negro, we made it. All right. Good night, people. Peace.